This Mishnah begins discussing one of the biggest topics in the laws of Shabbos, and that's the laws of Muktza. It's going to be discussed a lot more later on in the later chapters of Shabbos. Now it's being mentioned in the context of these chapters that are dealing with lighting candles and cooking and stuff. So how it has to do, the whole idea of Muktza, how it has to do with, with fire, such as we'll see. But the idea of Muktza is a very, very important subject in the laws of Shabbos. Generally, what muktza means, literally the word muktza, the word definition of the word is set apart. Muktza means set apart. And the idea of that is as follows, that it's a dinder abanan, the rabbis made a decree <clears throat> that besides the prohibition from the Torah, the iser de araisa, the prohibition from the Torah on Shabbos, to actually do melacha, to actually do forbidden labor, the rabbis, to make a safeguard, to make sure one wouldn't chalila go against Shabbos, the rabbis made a safeguard and also forbade that any vessel, any object that is or can be used for prohibition, also one can't carry. In other words, not only that you can't do the actual labor, but vessels or objects that are used to do an Isser Deraisa, to do a Malacha. Let's say a pen. You're not allowed to write on Shabbos, so you can't pick up a pen. From the Torah, you just can't write on Shabbos. But the rabbis forbade picking up a pen because that's a forbidden object. It's Huktza, it's Muktza, it's set apart Le'isser for prohibition, for forbidden labor. Therefore, the rabbis forbade even carrying that object. There are certain circumstances where the rabbis would allow it, but again, that's a very long topic, not for now. But now, this Mishnah deals with another aspect of Muktza, which is as follows, that because there's this prohibition from the rabbis to handle, to carry anything that's not allowed to be used on Shabbos, so one of the other things in that gzera, in that decree from the rabbis, is that anything that's not able to be used when Shabbos begins. In other words, when the sun sets on Friday night, there's a clear delineation, a separation of what's Huktzalaheter and Huktzalaisser. What's set apart for to be able to use in Shabbos and what's set apart for prohibition. When the sun sets on Friday, the only things on Shabbos you could use are what is allowed to be used now when the sun is setting Ben Hashmash's twilight on Friday night. That's when those things you're allowed to use on Shabbos. But anything that's not in the world, that's not permitted to be used on Friday night twilight when the sun is setting, you then can't use it the entire Shabbos. The quintessential, the famous example is an egg. An egg that's born on Shabbos or Yantif. If an egg, if a chicken lays an egg on Shabbos, you can't use the egg that Shabbos. It's Mukta. I, you're allowed to eat an egg? No, but because that egg wasn't in the world Friday, twilight, when the sun set, so it's now muktzah, because it wasn't set apart leheter, it's therefore set apart leiser for prohibition. So this Mishnah now discusses the idea of a lamp. Now we've learned already in the times of the Mishnah, a nair is a lamp, was this pottery type of vessel filled with oil, and you'd put a big fat wick on it and light it, and that's how you would have light. Now, when you light a wick like that, so oil drips from the wick. Now, let's say, now obviously this oil, you lit the candle before Shabbos, you lit the lamp before Shabbos, so now this oil is huktzel iser, is muktzel to prohibition, because this oil you intend to burn for the candle. 
But let's say in the middle of Shabbos you realize that as this wick is burning, a lot of the oil is dripping, because that's what happens. Oil drips from the wick, and you want to save the oil. You want to be able to use it at a different time. So you put a vessel under the wick to receive the drops of oil from the wick that's burning. And that's what the Mishnah says that that's forbidden. Why is it forbidden? Because this oil is mukta. You set it apart to burn, which therefore it's a forbidden object. And so the droplets that are falling from the wick, those droplets are forbidden to be used in Shabbos. Now, if you put a vessel under those droplets on Shabbos, that vessel is now receiving muktza droplets of oil, and that vessel now itself becomes muktza. And you're also not allowed to cause something else to be muktza. Look inside. One cannot put a vessel under the lamp, to receive the drops of oil from the wick. You're not allowed to do that because that's going to make the vessel that received the drops also muktza, and you're not allowed to cause a vessel to become muktza. But, but if you put this other vessel before Shabbos starts to receive the drops that come from the wick, if you do it before the sun sets, then mutter, that's allowed. Because then before Shabbos is starting, you're already setting up the system to receive the muktza droplets. But, let's say you did set it up before Shabbos, and now in the middle of Shabbos you have all these oil droplets in the vessel, obviously you can't use them because they're muktza. Even though you're allowed to set up that vessel to receive them on Friday, but says the mission of a noisten mimenu, but you can't enjoy the oil from that vessel, because it wasn't prepared before Shabbos started. And now the mission introduces another topic, and that is what's called muktza machmas mius. There are certain things that are disgusting, and therefore you can't pick them up on Shabbos. For instance, a, a pot that's used for a toilet, etc. And over here the Mishnah says the same thing. What about if you have a nair? That means a nair over here means the pottery vessel. Obviously, right now we're not talking about that it's lit. You take a lamp and you want to use the lamp. You want to use this pottery vessel for food or for fruit or for something else. So it depends if it's clean or not. Says the Mishnah, Matatl nair chadosh. You could carry a new lamp because it's clean and you could use it for something else. Avaloi yoshin, but not an old one because it's disgusting. It's me. It's disgusting and therefore it's muktza. Rabbi Shimon doesn't agree. Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon says, all lamps, all of these vessels that usually are used for lamps, you could carry on Shabbos, unless it's an actually lit candle, which obviously you're not allowed to carry on Shabbos, is the ultimate muktza. Meaning that Rabbi Shimon says that even if it's an old candle that's disgusting, Rabbi Shimon doesn't hold of muktza machmas mius. And halachically, we do follow this law of Reb Shimon, that even something that's disgusting, you are allowed to carry on Shabbos. But we don't follow like Reb Shimon. We do follow the Tanakhama, the first opinion, that anything that's not ready to be used when the sun sets on a Friday, you can't use it the entire Shabbos. That we do hold like the first opinion. But then the Mishnah says, You are allowed on Shabbos to put another vessel under the lamp to receive the sparks that are flying in order to make sure that it doesn't start a fire. It's because the, when you're, the vessel is going to receive those sparks, that's not going to be considered muktza. You're not causing that vessel to become muktza like when the droplets of oil are coming out because sparks don't really have mamish. They don't really have 
enough of an entity to be considered muktzah, but you shouldn't put water, even before Shabbos starts, into this vessel to receive the sparks, because we're afraid that you're going to use the water to put out the fire on Shabbos. And of course, but if there's ever a danger of starting a fire, then of course saving a life and making sure no fire starts take precedence more than anything else.